Hey, God bless you all and happy Resurrection Day to you. Thank you once again for tuning in. This is Brother Dale of Gospel of Repentance Ministries and wanted to let you know that now I have a toll-free number that you can dial into in case you need to call me direct or leave a message. Here is the toll-free number. It is 1-855-845-6799 or 1-855-8 the word glory and the number 9. Once again, the toll-free number is 1-855-845-6799. And also, if you desire to email me with questions or comments, the email address is questions at willyourepent.com. Once again, that's questions with an S at willyourepent.com. And will you repent is all spelled out, okay? Thank you once again for tuning in on this Resurrection Sunday, April the 1st, 2018. My, 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 time is going real fast, isn't it? And what I want to talk about in this episode is the idea of um, writing the vision down. You, you probably have heard a lot of people use that phrase. Um, well, the Lord says to write the vision down. Okay. Well, where does that come from? Where does that phrase originate from? It actually originates from the book of Habakkuk. The book of Habakkuk, which is a Old Testament book. And Habakkuk is considered to be what scholars call one of the minor prophets. And the time of his uh, prophetic ministry would have been in the... Um, 7th century BC around the time of the defeat of the Assyrian uh, nation and around the rise of the Neo-Babylonian uh, nation and for those of you who are uh, history uh, buffs and into um, antiquity and things like that uh, that would really uh, tickle your fancy but for those of you who are not then I guess it would matter but nevertheless the phrase, well, uh, you heard the phrase, like I said, God said to write the vision down. That's where that comes from. It comes from actually Habakkuk chapter 2. And in particular, it's Habakkuk chapter 2. Give me a second and I'll, I'll read it and I'll see, see uh, what we're talking about. Habakkuk chapter 2 and the verse, I got my page Bible here so you can hear the pages turning. It is in verse 2, and it says this, Write the vision, make it plain on tablets, so he may run who reads it. For, the, for still the vision awaits its appointed time. It hastens to the end. It will not lie. If it seems slow, wait for it. It will surely come. It will not delay. And I'm reading from the um, English Standard Version of the Bible. Okay, so... When you hear people use that phrase, it is used out of context, unfortunately. And so it's not talking about the idea that you perhaps got a vision from, you believe from God, or you saw something in a dream, or whatever the case may be, or you got some type of inspired idea, and you're to write it down, and then you're supposed to 
wait for it to, to come to pass. That's not what this is talking about at all. If you read uh, the book of Habakkuk at all, it's a, it's a very short book, I believe, no more than three chapters or so. And he is distressed because he's wondering why God is not punishing the children of Israel for their rebellion and disobeying of God's commands. And then when he does get a reply from God, uh, God is telling him that the Chaldeans, which is a another name of making reference to the Babylonians, are going to come and sack the land. Now, the answer that Habakkuk gets is not one that he likes. Okay, so what he then proceeds to do is as he says he's going to sit up as a watchman and he's going to wait to hear from the Lord. And he says he's going to wait to see how the Lord reproves him for his uh, his complaint against the Lord regarding the delay of the judgment of his people and then the response that God gives that also probably is more perplexing than God's delay in judgment of um, Israel in particular the southern kingdom of Judah by this time the northern kingdom had already been um, invaded and destroyed and the people taken away by the Assyrian nation and like I said, once, once again, for those of you who are historians and who love dates like I do, the Assyrians destroyed the um, 10 northern tribes of Israel back in 722 B.C., all right? And you can verify that by researching it. I don't have time to go into it now. But Habakkuk is waiting to hear from the Lord. And, in, and as I just read to you in Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 2, he says, this is the, the, the vision or the oracle that I gave you regarding the impending judgment by the Chaldeans. I want you to write it down. I want you to write it on tablets. In other words, write it on something that is solid so that those in the future can see it. And it says it's not going to delay. It's going to at the appointed time is going to happen. So when it's talking about the vision, it's talking about God's divine word. It's talking about God's divine revelation and oracle. And usually when you hear the term or the word oracle in the Bible is making reference to a impending judgment that God is going to bring against a nation. And in particular, when you read the book of Isaiah, which is what we would call one of the major prophets, excuse me, he has a bunch of oracles in there where he's denouncing judgment from God against pagan nations, uh, nations like Assyria, nations like Babylon, nations like uh, the Philistines, uh, nations like Egypt and, and, and Arabia and Libya and places like that. He and Ammon and, and Dedan and, and, and different places that surrounded the uh, nation of Israel during that time. And some of these nations still exist. Uh, places like Syria and one of the, and their, like their chief city is Damascus. So when it's talking about an oracle in the Bible, it's talking about a judgment, a divine judgment from God that he uses uh, an individual, a prophet, as his mouthpiece to declare a word of um, damnation in a sense and a word of judgment against evil, against evil nations. So in this context, in the context of Habakkuk, when it says write the vision down, it's not talking about you got an idea you got a, a plan, you got a goal, and you had to write it down. You can do that if you want. There's no harm in doing that, but it's wrong to compare what it is that you claim that you've gotten and compare it to 
what that uh, verse says because the two are not related at all. I hope you understand what I'm saying. What God told Habakkuk was about a judgment that was going to befall, number one, uh, the nation of Israel for their sins. And then number two, he talks about the eventual destruction of Babylon. And Babylon was destroyed in 539 BC by the Medes and the Persians. And we read about that in, in the book of Daniel. Uh, Daniel, I believe chapter five is when the destruction of Babylon takes place. And like I said, two uh, nations come against it and they actually take it over without a fight. So Habakkuk is relieved when he realizes that God, even though God is going to use a nation more wicked than his own chosen people, the, ch the people of Israel, he also lets Habakkuk know, hey, this is the vision that I'm giving you. Write it down. And so those that read it uh, can run and and at the appointed time that particular oracle that I've given you that impending judgment that's going to happen on the nation of Babylon it's for an appointed time but it's not going to delay forever it's 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 not going to tarry forever it's going to happen and of course from the time that Habakkuk received that revelation received that vision and or oracle less than 100 years later that became a reality. Babylon was indeed taken over and destroyed by the Medes and the Persians. And once again, the date that is given, the date that is commonly given regarding their destruction, that being the Babylonians, Babylonians was in 539 BC. So you're going to probably hear somebody use the phrase, um, write the vision down. And where they get that from, once again, is not uh, the way they, the, the, rather the way that they're they're perpetuating it, the way that they're using it is incorrect. It's not making reference to a vision or a goal or a dream that you received. Uh, in context, it's making reference to the oracle that Habakkuk the prophet received from the Lord. Okay, so that is where that originates from and it's so important that we stop misusing or twisting the scripture to our own ends to make it say something that it never meant to say now once again if you have you believe that you receive some type of vision from God and you are insistent that it is from him and you want to write it down and you want to positive confess it for months weeks years or whatever I knock yourself out, but don't say that it that it's a that it's biblical because it's not the way that you're presenting it. And once again, we want to keep God's word in its proper context so that we don't come to a wrong conclusion and say something or rather make the word of God say something that it never meant to say in the first place. What God meant to say way back in the time of Habakkuk the prophet is what it means today. We cannot twist the word like it's some type of taffy or some type of uh, caramel that we can twist and, and morph into whatever shape or form that we like. It's not Plato. We can't do that. What God said back then is what he says now. He has not altered. He has not uh, changed his, uh, his thought 
on what he said because God is incapable of making a mistake. All right. So that's what it actually means when it talks about writing division down. God was giving a, a revelation, an oracle or command in regarding that. And here's a comparative passage of scripture that deals with the matter too. It's Proverbs chapter 29, verse 18. It says, well, what it says, particularly in, I think in the King James version of the Bible, it says, where there's no vision, the people perish, but blessed is he who keeps the law. And a lot of people also misuse that passage the same way. And that passage actually means where there is no prophetic revelation, the people will cast off restraint. In other words, when people don't have a word from the Lord, they become a law unto themselves and they do what is right in their own eyes. And we, we read about that uh, tragedy in the book of Judges. It says that in the first chapter and it says it in the last chapter of Judges. If you ever get an opportunity to read it, it is one of the lowest points in Israel's um, uh, ancient history. But once again, we need God's word. We need that guidance. We need that divine uh, edict. And, and we need those divine commands in order to keep us on the straight and narrow. You follow what I'm saying? We need that in order to stay in the right way. Otherwise, we will do uh, what is right in our own eyes and we will become a law unto ourselves if we don't have a divine law to, to direct us and to guide us in the ways of righteousness and in the ways of holiness and in the ways that will please the Lord in our daily living. And the problem is a lot of us do not follow the oracles of God. We do not follow the commands of God. So therefore, we, we ignore them. We suppress the truth and unrighteousness, as it says in Romans chapter 1, and we, um, we, we fall into sin. So once again, as I close, is Proverbs chapter 29, verse 18, and Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 2, are saying the same thing. It's making reference to God's holy word. If we don't have revelation from God, if we don't have insight, and we got plenty of revelation because we have the word of God, 66 books written over a 1,500-year period. So we have plenty of instruction. We have plenty of oracles. We have plenty of divine revelation that we can pick up at any time we want, and we can hear God speak to us through his um, recorded word that has now been codified and is for our benefit and is for our instruction and for our learning and for our growth. Okay, God bless you once again on this Resurrection Sunday. And once again, if you need to reach me by phone, the toll-free number is 855-8-GLORY-9 or 855-845-6799. Reach me by email, questions at willyourepent.com. I'll check you out soon.